All right. Good afternoon, couch coaches. How's everybody doing? We're here for another episode. We apologize that our content has dropped a little bit, but life happens sometimes. So we wanted to get one out to you all before tomorrow's games. Uh, unfortunately, Kyle couldn't be here because of life and whatnot, but I'm here with James and Austin. We're going to kick it off here with our matchup picks for the week. Obviously, we came out a little late, so we're missing the Kansas City-Denver slate, but everybody did pick Kansas City down the board. So uh, we'll start with Arizona and the Rams, I guess. That's the first one I have on my list here. Uh, James, who you got in these games? Uh, Arizona Rams. I'm going to go with the Rams this week. As admirable as the Cardinals have been playing, I just think the Rams are a better team. I think that Cup's back, so the offense looks really good. So, yeah, Rams. Rolling right yeah. Austin. Yeah, I think the Rams, too. I, I think that the offense is going to be way too explosive for the Cardinals. I, think the I Rams agree. Nine points. I also put the Rams here. Um, just it's Arizona, right? But it, this has upset potential. I'll say that has upset potential. Kyle also picked the Rams, so I'll go ahead and say his pick. Uh, moving on to Baltimore and Tennessee. Austin. You would say there's upset potential. <laughs> right? I was just thinking the same <laughs> shit. Like, no, there isn't. <laughs> Yo, he, he kills they just beat play. Dallas. They just he beat just... Dallas a couple weeks ago. They yeah, played. Dallas and... sucks. Normally. I think normally Dallas when... is better than the Rams, though. So Dallas is about to be 500 this week. Normally, when you meet someone and you find out their favorite team is the same as yours, you get all excited. And then there's Nathan, <laughs> where he, he roots against us more than anybody ever. Because then. That way, that way, when they do win, he's look, twice I'm as, a realist. I'm not going to say the Rams are going to go undefeated. I think they're going to win this game, but Arizona has the potential to upset based on how they've played earlier in this year. Well, they can't go undefeated. They've already lost what three games. But... Yeah, but <laughs> didn't you pick them to win every game, Austin? Hell yeah, and I'll pick them to win the rest. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> exactly my point. <laughs> uh, but no, to this Baltimore game, uh, I like Baltimore in this one, but this this one has solid. Upset potential. Uh, I just I I think it's a uh, closer game than people might think matchup wise, but the spread's minus five and a half, and I do like that spread with Baltimore. Yeah, I, I'm pretty similar with it. Um, I, I can't imagine them dropping like eight million passes like they did last week, and if they just caught all of their passes last week, they probably would have won last week, Baltimore. So I don't see it be much different. I think. The Tennessee defense is good at stopping the run, but I don't think they're going to be able to stop the pass game this week if they catch. Yeah, I have Baltimore winning as well. I just not really big on Tennessee at all this year. Um, one thing to look out for, though, is Baltimore still hurt. I think they have to be probably the most beat up team in the NFL next to maybe the Giants this week. So yeah, that's the thing that made me. That's the thing that made me kind of. That's that that you know that upset potential red flag with all those yeah. injuries. You just never know. But they are a better team. They should beat t- Tennessee. It's hard to root for Tennessee this year. It really is. Kyle also picked Baltimore as well. So, um, moving on to the next slate, we got Seattle and Cincinnati. James, um, you skipped Atlanta. Oh yeah. Uh, we'll come back to it. All right, oh, cool. Fine. Um. So Seattle-Cincinnati, I think that the Bengals are starting to get their shit together this week. I know Seattle's a good opponent, but I liked what I saw from Joe Burrow last week. He said it's the first time he's felt healthy, so I think they keep feeding it, and I think you're about to see the Bengals go on a roll 
Awesome. Yeah, and with um, with the way that Jamar Chase has been playing, and he's right, he is always open all the time. You can even look, go back on the, to the tape of the first few games, and he is open more times than you would like to like to believe. But the uh, spread Cincinnati minus three, I do like that spread. I'll pick um, Cincinnati on that one. Kyle also picked Cincinnati. I went with Seattle on this one. I know it's an away game, but um, I don't know. I just feel like Seattle has the better all-around team. Slightly weaker defense, but uh, you we'll might not be goes. wrong. You might not be wrong with that. Yeah, but that's I a just, hard one to pick. It's just Bengals. If they play like they played last week, I find it hard to believe that they're going to be not going to lose to Seattle. But I, I do agree with you, Nathan, that Seattle has a very good team this year, so <laughs> it's not a crazy pick. Yeah. Who did like they play last the week? Patriots. Again? the Cardinals. Oh, God. Upset alert, Cardinals. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Washington, Atlanta. Washington, Atlanta, yep. Why don't you start, Nathan? Atlanta. Um, <laughs> I, this is kind of like a 50-50 game, though, really. Washington's been so up and down, and Atlanta's been so up and down, so it really comes down to, I don't know, I guess who turns the ball over less. But I, I think I like Atlanta's weapons more than Washington's, so that's why I went with them. Yeah, I think Atlanta too. If the spread's minus two, and that when it's that close of a spread, it's usually a coin flip. But I just think the, the I just think the Atlanta is going to eventually turn one of those, you know, those forty rush attempt, you know, three hundred total rushing yards between their two th- two to three backs. One of those games is about to happen. I know commanders have those defensive stars, but I just think this is going to be that game where Bijan Robinson turns it up. Yeah, Kyle picked Atlanta as well, and I am also going with Atlanta this week. Um, you know, Atlanta has a sneaky good pass defense this year, so they're not terrible on defense. Like, I'm concerned I have to start Terry McLaurin this week, and he gets A.J. Terrell. I do not like that matchup, but I got nobody else because of bye weeks. But I think Atlanta, you know, if Desmond Ritter is going to continue throwing 300-yard games like he did last week, I think Atlanta has a chance to actually make some noise this year. I mean, not in the playoffs, but they could maybe get to the playoffs. Maybe in their yeah. weak division, for sure. I like Atlanta. Yeah, they, that division is... Actually, you know, the division's not that weak with the how the Bucks are playing this year and the Saints. There's, there's just not one that's that much better than the other, you know? Oh, yeah. They're out in the first round, whoever makes it. And but. those teams with solid pass defenses and good running games are the, they're the last people you want to you want to see the playoffs. I'm not saying Atlanta is some, you know, deep playoff bound team, but if they, you know, win their division and make it there, that's not, they don't match up well against everybody because you run the football and play good defense. That's how you win games. Yeah, true. Next up on the list, Indy and Jacksonville. Awesome. So, yeah, um, I'm going with, my mind on this one with Jacksonville, but I would like to pick the Colts as far as my heart goes because I want Minshew. I like I like when a player returns to a team that doesn't want him, um, and and those those games tend to be the the best games those players play. So this one also has upset alert. I do like Jacksonville minus four. They are an overall better team. They just play their division rivals like ass sometimes, and and this could. This could be one of those games, but I do think Jack Jacksonville's a better team. So give me the uh, Jaguars minus four and a half. Yeah, um, I also like Jacksonville this week. I know we're boring you guys with our same picks, but I I do like Jacksonville this week. You know, 
I agree. Jacksonville plays their division like really shittily a lot of times. But, you know, Trevor Lawrence actually has a pretty good record against the Colts. For some reason, he plays well against them. Um, I actually think he's a decent start in fantasy this week, and that's been hard for me to say. Uh, I also think that them playing outside in Florida this time of year when Indy's an indoor team is going to have an effect. That being said, though, I do like Gardner Minshew, so don't sleep on the Colts. Just because AR-15's out, he's not—I don't think the Colts are dead. So, yeah. What about you, Nathan? It's funny you said boring with the same picks because I'm looking right here, and I think only three people went away from the pack this whole week. I was one of them. You're coming up on one, and Kyle's one. But um, I have Jax as well. I think it could be a 50-50 toss-up, too. Um, Jacksonville's been up and down. Indy's finally got Jonathan Taylor back at full health, and I don't think he's going to be on a snap count this week. So, And... I mean, Minshew's no Richardson, but he can still ball. So look for this game to go either way, but I'm picking Jacksonville, as did Kyle. Next. Well, double dip. All right, yeah. Uh, Carolina, Miami. Do I even really need to, like, go over <laughs> no, this? Full, Miami, hands down. <laughs> full scorched earth on Miami. I'm going to say something just for the spread purposes. Um, it is Miami minus 14 is the Vegas spread. I don't, I never feel comfortable taking a double-digit spread, even though even in one as glaringly obvious as this one, you just never know with football. So I don't take that spread, but I, I don't also don't take the Panthers plus 14. I would just take money line Dolphins on that. You're not going to win any money, so maybe not bet that game, or just add it to a parlay as a free, as a free pick. Yeah, uh, Kyle picked the Dolphins as well. I don't think there's any reason why anybody would pick the Carolina Panthers. I am also going with the Dolphins. Um, Chuba Hubbard, desperation play. If you need somebody at running back this week or at a flex position, Chuba Hubbard might be a decent fit. Miami's not the best at stopping the run, and they're going. He's a pass catching running back, and he's going to get all the volume. So I would maybe look out for Chuba Hubbard. But otherwise, start all your Dolphins and watch them roll. Yeah, and Thielen. Thielen should be a big play this year too, or this yeah. week. Yeah, they're going to be playing from behind in every game. Yeah, <laughs> he's the sure-handed guy. All right, James, why don't you start us off with Minnesota-Chicago? All right, um, I guess I'm by myself. I don't think it's that crazy of a pick. I know Chicago has been terrible. I think they actually looked pretty solid the last two. Oh, by the way, I'm picking Chicago. I think Chicago's looked pretty solid the last two weeks, even though they lost to the Broncos. Um, I just don't like Minnesota's team. I think they're kind of in disarray right now. I think without Justin Jefferson, the offense gets a little bit more boring. Akers is uninspiring. Madison is uninspiring. Kirk Cousins has decided he's not going to get traded. He said, I'm not going to exercise my trade clause, so he's not going anywhere. But I just, uh, I don't know. There's something about Minnesota. I don't like it. So I think the Bears can pull the upset if it even is an upset this week. Yeah, you know, I I didn't pick the Bears to win this one. I picked Minnesota to win this one. Just, you know, you just would the, if you take the full scope of how, they, how both teams have prepared, or played this season, you'd you'd pick Minnesota. But for the reasons you mentioned, it's not that crazy to pick Chicago. The last two weeks of Chicago, the way that Fields has played, you, I mean, you you would be surprised at their record just purely based on his performance. So, I that that one does have upset alert. But uh, give me Minnesota on that one. All right, um, Kyle picked the Minnesota as well. I also picked Minnesota. I don't think Minnesota will be as bad off as everybody thinks. 
yeah, they're without Justin Jefferson, but they still have talent on that team. They got Hawkinson. They got Osborne, who's known to ball out. They've got Addison, who showed that he can play in this league. Madison has shown that he can play good against weak pass defenses, as has Cam Akers. So um, I still think Minnesota's overall got the better, at least offense. Both of them are pretty trash defensively, but I think this is a DFS goldmine. Uh, I think you have a lot of good stacks that you can take care of with a lot of cheap options. Addison should be cheap. Osborne should be cheap. Um, which which running back starting from Chicago? Deontay Foreman. I would play yeah, him Foreman. if you got him. He should yeah, be especially with Roshan Johnson out as well. Yeah. Moore should have a good game. So there should be some contrarian cheap options in this matchup this week. Moving along from that game to San Francisco at Cleveland. Uh I'll go ahead and start San Francisco by a landslide, but this will probably be Brock Purdy's first real test. So we'll see how he performs on this one against a decent defense anyways. Do you mind if I do take a moment to pause and just admire how awesome that was, that ass whooping that they gave Dallas? I know we didn't get to do a reaction show, but I mean, my goodness, wasn't that just like one of the greatest things that you got to watch on television? I mean, they outclassed them and then watching how badly the Cowboys looked was just so great. Um, I also am taking San Francisco, although I do have to give Cleveland credit. I, without Deshaun Watson, I don't think there's a chance. But had Deshaun Watson been playing, this might have been a bit more of an upset because I really liked Cleveland defense this year. But, yeah, I just I love that San Francisco is playing so well, and I just I can't see him being stopped this week. What do you got, Austin? Yeah, with, with, with Deshaun Watson and the way that actually he's been playing recently before he got hurt, uh, it hasn't been terrible, and it could have been a better game. But with the way that Dorian Thompson Robinson played in his first start, there's just there's just no chance. I don't like they, it's gonna be it's gonna be a little while before the 49ers lose. I don't think they'll go undefeated, but it's gonna be a little while. Yeah. I, maybe that Eagles game. Maybe I don't know. Like that's what I have got circled. That's what I think. As long as they lose in the playoffs, that's all I care about. Yeah, they'll lose to someone like like a. Uh, like a Philly. Cleveland or like a, like some, you know, they always, they always lose to a team that, you know, with a losing record, just one of them once or twice a season. And I, this Notre Dame game is getting out of hand. <laughs> it's awesome. I mean, <laughs> me and Kyle are Notre Dame fans, Nathan and Austin are USC fans. So this is a good night for me and Kyle, although Kyle's not here, but yeah, it's pretty awesome. It's funny after that fumble, they gave USC points. Anyways, I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> Mercy points. Yeah. Anyways. Um, oh, Kyle picked SF too, in case anyone's wondering. Next game, another kind of potential toss-up, NOLA and Houston. Yeah, this one is a, uh, that you're right, a complete toss-up. And I hate to say that because Houston, I mean, weren't they supposed to be just trash? Supposed to be. It's yeah. just, I love it when a team, when, when that's, when that's the stigma or that's the prediction for or projection for a team and they just prove everybody wrong. It's just, that's why I love football. Austin, but, can um, I ask you a question? Do you yeah. still hate the Demike, the D'Amico Ryan's coaching hire? Cause I know you weren't big on it earlier in the year. Yeah, no, um, I was not big on it earlier in the year. Primarily do. I just don't think, I don't think a team, a rebuild is, is, is right for a, a brand new coach. I just think if you're going Fair to enough, build, yeah. For going to rebuild your team, you should have some kind of some kind of experience there. But 
you know, you just never know with these guys. They're all these NFL defensive players that played long, you know, long or many years. Those are the ones that end up, end up making the like the better coaches or the more exciting ones. And like even like Vrabel or even when Singletary was uh, was was up there, and all and amongst others, just just those were popped in my head. But yeah. I like I like the way he's performing. Uh, I think they need some help on the offensive coordinator side of the ball. Yeah. Um, but I do pick New Orleans in this game just to wrap that part up. I think they're a better team. Yeah. Nathan. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go with Nola too. Um, for the defensive point of view uh yeah i think nola's i don't know they're pretty even offensively but i think nola has a better defense that's a good difference yeah i I am also kyle's going with new orleans as well um although kyle did originally have uh houston so it might be interesting if they won we could laugh at him for changing his pick but um yeah i'm also going with new orleans I, i it's very similar to Nathan. I just like the defense more on New Orleans. I think it's a really staunch defense. Although, I, like I said, I love I love Houston. I love what they're doing this year. I love C.J. Stroud. I just think that offense is fun to watch, which is surprising with a defensive coach. But, um, yeah, I, I like Houston a lot. I wouldn't be surprised if they put up a good fight, maybe even win. But I think right now i got to go with New Orleans. All right, next slate. New England versus Las Vegas. I, I wonder if I should change my pick here because since James finally went away from the Patriots, it might be the week they actually win. <laughs> right. But uh, I'm going with the Raiders on this one, even though New England has like a middle of the pack defense. I think it's their lack of offense that's going to be the problem. And Crosby's probably going to get to Mac Jones a lot, um, probably force an interception or two or at least a couple fumbles. So I think Max Crosby is the reason they win that game. Yeah, and I completely agree with you. I I don't see any. I don't, I I wouldn't pick the Patriots even against the Giants this week. So, <laughs> uh, well, maybe this week with I mean, well, you know what? Maybe Tyrod Taylor and and them getting Saquon Barkley back that happens. You you never know. They're not going to win this week, but they could play. They could have. They could be a more productive offense. But uh, I I don't know why I'm talking about the Giants right now. Anyways, no, the Patriots are not going to beat the Raiders. Las Vegas minus three. Um, yeah, I also have the Raiders. This is finally one of those times where I actually can be happy about picking my own team. Um, you know, this might be the week that they finally beat the fucking, the Patriots finally win because Belichick tends to do really well against his former coaches. And the Raiders are just really uninspiring. Like, I, I love my team, but like, they looked really bad last week against a really shitty Green Bay team. I could see them fucking up this too, but New England's defense without Judon, without Christian Gonzalez, I just don't think it's as good. So I like the Raiders. And their offense is worse than their defense. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> just yeah, and Crosby. Off. Crosby will feast this week. You are correct on that one. Oh, he he feasts every week. He's such a monster. All right, next slate: Lions, Buccaneers. This one. Sorry, I was just gonna jump in, but this nope, one's gonna go a lot a lot more fun than the last pick or the last yeah. game. <laughs> the I I do have the Lions uh, with the spreads three points, and I love that spread in this game because it's gonna be much closer than some people think. I you know don't, don't be surprised if this whoever has the ball last in this game ends up winning this one. I think it's gonna be a close game. Three points is, even worries me, but so if you if you want a little bit more 
insurance by half a point. It's not going to, you know, it's not going to be that much of a difference money-wise and get them Detroit minus two and a half, but that's going to be a really good game excited for that one. Yeah. Um, I also am taking Detroit this week. I forgot to mention uh, Kyle's taking Detroit as well. And then Kyle also took Las Vegas in case anyone was wondering. Um, I'm taking Detroit this week. I was going to have earlier in the week, we were going to have this big conversation about why Nathan hates Detroit. Um, We'll have to save that for the next week. And especially if they lose this game, he'll actually have something to say. But um, I, I just don't think the Buccaneers are as legit as we think they are. I think Mike Evans is playing great, but I also am concerned about his hamstring. Uh, Though the Lions do have a lot of injuries this week, too. No Gibbs, no Laporta, although Laporta is a game-time decision, I think. Uh, but I'm on, I'm on Ross St. Brown's back, and I do like me some Jared Goff, so I like Detroit this week. They're just so much fun to root for. Yeah. Yeah, I have Detroit as well, although this is another one of those games that could go 50-50. There's going to be a lot of good matchups this week, finally. Um, there's been some, like upsets and stuff earlier weeks but the matchups overall were kind of just bleh when you looked at them but this week seems to be probably the most entertaining week for matchups so far so we'll see what happens um yeah we will have that detroit conversation though because i need the viewers to hear your crazy take on detroit i personally don't think it's that crazy and uh it is but we will we'll talk we'll talk we'll talk about it on the next reaction show all right Tease. Next lineup to uh, <laughs> Philly Jets uh, Eagles. Why don't you start it? Yeah, uh, I'm going Eagles. I think I have just about almost every major Eagles player in my top five. I think Swift is the only one outside of my top five. I have him at seven. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Jets, they're out with uh, sauces out, and I forget the other two guys. Just uh, they're they just slipped my mind, but they are the they're all t- all three of their top defensive backs are all out. So complete, just you know, complete scorched earth on Philly. On Philly, start everyone. Start their defense. Start quarterback, tight end, both receivers, running back. Do it all. I'd even start their backup running back because it's going to get out of hand early. Spread six and a half. I think that was before the sauce uh, sauce being out. Uh, was taken into effect since that was announced today. So take that all day long. It's definitely going to be a Philly win by a touchdown at least. Uh, yeah, Kyle's going with Philly, and I am also going with Philly. Uh, uh, let me just start by saying I absolutely fucking hate Jets fans. Like they're they're almost as obnoxious as Cowboys fans. And this whole talk that I've heard this week, especially on some of the East Coast sports shows about like the Jets are coming back, they're going to start showing signs of life. It just is fucking nonsense. Uh, yes, no Jalen Carter, no Fletcher Cox, Brees Hall might be able to run this week, but the Eagles are going to wax the Jets. And now that Kirk Cousins is an option, I think that the Jets fans can start to humble themselves again and get the fuck out of here. Uh, you'll be good when Aaron Rodgers is there. Until then, just shut the hell up. Uh, yeah, moving on. <laughs> Love it. Giants, Buffalo. This is not even a game. They should just let Buffalo win. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) Giants are without Daniel Jones. They're without Waller. Saquon's a big if. I don't know if he'll even go in. They're without three starting O-linemen and three more on the questionable side of things. Like, this is going to be bad. Uh, Play everybody Buffalo. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Everyone, Buffalo. Even earlier, I said I don't like point spreads that are 
uh, double digits, but the point spread on this one minus 15 and take that all day long. Yeah, um, Kyle's going with Buffalo as well. I'm also going to go with Buffalo. I just, the Jets, excuse me, the Giants are just so, so bad this year. Like, I don't even know what else to say. Like, they're just so awful this year. I feel so bad. I feel bad for the Giants. I really do. Hate the Jets, feel bad for the Giants. Buffalo all day. <laughs> That's interesting since you like Philly. So yeah, it's just it, like I said, Jets fans are just obnoxious. I mean, especially I watch Get Up with like Mike Greenberg and stuff like that, and he's just oh. so obsessed with the Jets, and it's just like, but, oh, you guys are fucking delusional about your team. It bothers me so much. Says the Raiders and Philly fan. I swear those are bottom five fan bases if I've ever, if I were ranking them. We're we're shitty. Like, well, okay, we're great fans. We ride for our teams. We're like as exactly. people. Yes, we're usually shitty people. No, no right. doubt about it. Right. But like we're That's also I mean. not like at least for me personally as a Raiders fan, I'm not delusional about how bad my team is. These Jets people just, oh god, they just bothered me so much. And the sad part is, so much of ESPN is on the East Coast, so there's a lot of Jets fans at that thing. It just, oh, I hate the Jets. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> just ranting. Sorry, made that very clear. <laughs> uh, who do you hate more, the Jets or the Cowboys? Oh, Cowboys always never. There's, never... The, there's nothing I hate more than the Cowboys. I can tell <laughs> in, in any sport. There's nothing I hate more than Cowboys. Maybe, maybe the Celtics, maybe, but no, the Cowboys are the worst. Yeah. All right, moving on. We got the Chargers and the Cowboys. Speaking of um, Kyle's not here to rep his team. <laughs> who, <sighs> Coincidentally, he did pick to win. Um and we are not making that up, folks. This is, this is genuinely his pick. Uh, we're not, like, <laughs> fucking with him. Which is the Cowboys, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly think the Chargers could win this game. They, I think, are the, they're the much better offense, for sure. Dallas was supposed to have the much better defense, but you shouldn't be that bad for losing one player. You should not be that bad after you lose one player. And they've just gotten smoke-checked twice. One by a nobody. So, and the Chargers have Eckler coming back. So, yeah, give me the Chargers in a close game. Yeah, you said everything that I was going to mention. The the Cowboys, they they everyone lost their mind because of the high expect the higher expectations that New York had in Week One. So, whenever Dallas beat them by forty, everyone lost their mind. But when everyone started beating the Giants that bad, then they were like, oh. Okay, maybe it's the Giants more so than it was the Cowboys excelling. And the Cowboys had a good win against, what, the Jets and Zach Wilson? Yep. And I think the Patriots was the other one? Then the Patriots and with, I mean, and, and then, then they play Arizona, which isn't a good team, and lose that. And then they get smoked by the first good team they play. I I don't think, I, I think they are way overhyped, as they always are, which is the reason we don't like them. So I just you know, give me the give me the Chargers. The spread on this one is for Dallas by one and a half. So take that all day long. Here's the upset of the week, I suppose. Yeah, I I, I hate the Cowboys. Dak is just not it. Like the, the man can't play in big games. He's just not a good quarterback when it comes to big games. Um, the Chargers are criminally underrated this year. I, I just, I don't know why people don't see how good that team is. Maybe it's because when they play at home games, they're outsold by 80% with the away teams. I don't know what it is, but I think that the Chargers are going to, and their coach sucks balls. It was like that when they were in San Diego too. Hence True. The move. But just not, I think, 
Oh, yeah, go for it. I was just going to say, they're just, you know, a team that's never won anything and a team that's took, had really good teams and never turned that into anything. Just a lot of those teams jump ship, especially when the Rams went back to Los Angeles. Yeah. Even though we still don't sell out our stadium as far as the majority. So <laughs> better than better than the Chargers for sure. Better than the Chargers, yeah. If the Raiders if the Raiders were Los Angeles, sheesh. Oh man, yeah. that's another thing that pisses me off is sharing stadiums with them. You know they only pay like a dollar a year in rent or something like that. <laughs> They're but the, it's always supposed to be it's just supposed to be a uh, a a temporary solution. Yeah, we'll see about that. So they watch them move to England. <laughs> So that'd, be Jacksonville. That'd, that'd be Jacksonville if anything. Yeah. But yeah, no, I'm taking the Chargers as well. I just, I don't think Dallas is, like, I hate both of their coaches, but I think Staley is a better coach than McCarthy, even though he has the Super Bowl ring. And I just, I hate Dallas. Ugh, gross. Staley did, no, he didn't win with, with us. He, Staley's a solid coach. I mean, he's not a solid, uh, he makes some horrible, he's a solid coordinator. Yeah, right? there you I'm go. I'm not sure. I'm not sure I'm sold on him as a head coach, but if he, I hope he sucks at his job in LA and he, and then we hire him back as our defensive coordinator in Los Angeles. That's, that was a match made in heaven. He got out of there way too soon as, as those Rams coaches tend to do. Agreed. All right. So that's going to be it for our picks this week. Uh, There's not going to be a lot of room for gaining or losing each other in the standings. But um, currently, we got Austin first place at 30 and 15, Your followed boy. by Kyle at 29 and 16, then James at 27 and 18, Fucking followed Patriots. by myself at 26 and 19. So after a horrible week one where I think I only had six correct, I'm right back in it. Week one's uh, always the toughest week. Oh, I did not hit save, so I don't know if Kyle's pick saved. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> uh so we're going to talk about some fantasy things here for a quick minute before you have your matchup tomorrow, especially because there's a London game. So have fun waking up early for that, maybe 10 minutes or so. It's um, 8 o'clock for me. I'll be up for I've already been up for a few hours by the time my game starts. You know, I haven't even gone to sleep the last two uh, Saturday nights rolling into Sunday for the uh, London games. I've just stayed up trying oh, to answer. such a shame you live in Hawaii. <laughs> Says the guy that lives in California. <laughs> Well, it sucks because yeah, it's true. like it's either try to go to sleep hella early and wake up at three, or try to go to sleep kind of late and not get a lot of sleep and wake up at three, which is even more miserable. Or just stay up and deal with it, and then maybe doze off and get like a thirty-hour or thirty-minute nap at some point in the day. So, I usually prefer Pacific Coast times for Sundays. You know, the ten o'clock start. Oh, I love 10, that. One, but one, it, one five. Oh, so good. Yeah, and then um, at, right, and then here in Texas, it's uh, a twelve o'clock start, which isn't so bad. I've already yeah. been up for five, six hours by that point, but that makes it till games go into around eleven o'clock p.m., which I think is perfect end for Sunday. Um, and it just it so you just get through that morning part, but yeah, you know, four guys in four time zones. It would suck to be at Kyle on the East Coast having to wait yeah. one o'clock, one o'clock for the first game to kick off. Could you imagine? And then what eight? 8.15 for the start of, of Sunday Night Football. That would be yep. only good if you're going to, like, tailgating because you can get plastered you know, and it's not, like, a scary no, thing if you do that 10 in the morning. Home, <laughs> that's a be-home at 1 o'clock in the morning, 2 o'clock in the morning type game. That's, I'm too old for that shit. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, so um, I don't know how we're going to do this. I know I have a couple questions, but let's see. I got some quarterbacks over here I have going up to the top 15. Uh, I guess we can all pick one that we really like this week from kind of each position and then call it. Yeah, that works for me. All right, so uh, anybody want to start at quarterback? I know we're kind of just looking this right now. Oh, shit. Okay. Here, I'll do it. All right. uh, Yeah, two against Carolina. Expect one of those 450-yard, four or five touchdown games from him. Or that's, I mean, that's that's what I'm, I'm, I'm sticking with that. That, again, that Carolina's rush defense isn't shit, but their pass defense is god-awful. I mean, their, their rush defense isn't great, so I do like Mostart. We'll get to that um, at running back. But the, give me Tua or Justin Herbert. Watch him just torch, torch Dallas. I know you boosted pick one, but I picked two, and I stole yours, so sorry. <laughs> All right. Um, just so you all are tracking, two I have ranked at number one, who he mentioned, and you said Herbert. Yeah, I like Herbert against that Dallas depleted secondary. Even though Branch is kind of a kind of or I, not Branch, uh, Bland I is ranked, kind of a plus. I ranked Herbert thirteen. I gave you know a little bit of respect to Dallas by putting him at thirteen, but I think there's other quarterbacks with other matchups too. So Herbert could still be a really good play. Uh, James, you want me to go or you want to go? Um, I can go. Um, so I, I think you got Baker criminally too low. You got Baker ranked at 15. I actually think it's going to be a bit of a shootout with the Lions. I know, like we were talking about, there's some injuries, but I still think that's going to be a pretty good sh- uh, shootout. I think Baker is a solid streamer this week, and I think you might be surprised by how his numbers actually turn out. Also, I can't believe you have Kirk Cousins at number four. I hope you're going to talk about that because I think you're nuts with that. I mean, this is going to be a shootout game. I'll talk about it. He wasn't going to be my pick, but this is going to be a shootout game. And like I said, he still has the targets in Hawkinson and Addison. And Osborne has come up big a lot in that offense. So he's going to have to throw the ball. Somebody's going to catch it, yeah. I think. So Fair um, enough. I just think four is a little high for me personally. Uh, I mean, I got to look at the matchups too. And Chicago is not that great. I would at least have Fields above him. Who you have ranked at five, just because Fields has the rushing ability on top of it. But does he? But, yeah. Well, I mean, not as much this year, but I still think it's he has a better chance of rushing than Kirk Cousins does. So if I had to <laughs> rank the game, <laughs> so I would does rank Jared Goff. Jared Goff has a better chance at rushing than Kirk Cousins does. <laughs> I know. I'm just saying he has he has Cousins at four and Fields at five. I would just swap the two, just because you know at least Fields can run. Just a fun yeah. fact, real quick. The um, prop bet before the season started for Jared Goff on her rushing touchdowns was over or under 0.5 rushing touchdowns. <laughs> He's already broken that, hasn't he? Uh, yeah, he broke it in like the second week. But nice. I, 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 there, I, I definitely would have done it. I just uh, financially wasn't there whenever I saw that bet. But that's just a f- thing I thought was hilarious because I think he has two now. But either way. Over under one rushing touchdown for a seventeen week season or seventeen game season, even a fluke or something. You would think, you know. Fun fact too, James. Um, Justin Fields is the number three scoring quarterback in fantasy right now. Kirk Cousins is the fourth best scoring, and their only difference for total points on the year is one point seven points. So interesting, especially because well. At least in fairness, Fields has done in the last, what, two weeks? <laughs> Most of <Yeah>. his numbers. <laughs> Whereas, yeah, Kirk fell off the past two weeks. So that that's really where the difference got made up. Yeah, no so, I mean, it, they could 
even if you switch them, they still fall four and five, like kind of right there. Um, but let's see here. We talked about all those guys. Mm, you know, uh, yeah, Jalen Hurts, I think, would be my guy. Oh, Jalen yeah, Hurts definitely. Or, uh, That's my guy. Josh Allen. I have them ranked at three and four, or two and three. So, all right, moving along. Don't want to spend too much time on quarterbacks. Uh, running backs here. So, I do top 30. Uh, if you guys want me to scroll down past 25, definitely. So I have White at. Some good running back matchups this week. Yeah. You want me to go? Actually, before we start, let me let's ask this question. All right. Um, mm-hmm. Saquon, if he plays, are you guys starting him? I actually had him ranked higher, and then I changed the Who are the Giants playing again? This. Buffalo. Buffalo. No. I changed my ranking of him before we did this episode, given the fact that the Giants are missing their basically whole entire offensive line and I, quarterback. I think if you have Saquon on your IR right now, then you probably don't have that many better options. Yeah, you have to start I him. Think, but... I think overall, he's a solid flex start. If he's healthy, he's a good player. And uh, their whole offense completely is changed when he's in. Granted, and also Tyrod Taylor is not a bad quarterback. I even may go as far as saying he's better than Daniel Jones is. Every year he has the worst luck of any quarterback ever. I'm not going to go through his whole his whole background, but I mean, from getting punct- his lung punctured to, <laughs> so to what to lo- losing a starting job to where was he? He, I, I don't know. My brain's going, wasn't it? but he lost one of the starting jobs to a to what to to an all-pro quarterback. I just don't remember what quarterback that is. But he just has really crappy luck, um, and he's a really good quarterback actually when he's playing. So he, they're not they're not going to win that game. But he also is capable of throwing it to that running back that he might check down to a lot. Backup quarterbacks usually do. So I do start Saquon as a um, as a solid flex option. I'm going to transition, though, into my pick of the week for running back. I, my pick of the week is Raheem Mostert. Oh, you bitch. Yeah, it's there's a lot of good running backs to choose from. That was between him and Bijan, in my opinion. But Raheem Mostert, because like, I have really two, but I don't want to snatch y'all. So I'll go at the end with my second one. Um, but Raheem Mostert, with, with Jeff Wilson's out, A-Chain is out. It's That Carolina defense isn't great. That's going to be... That's going to be a fun matchup. He might get in the end zone three three times that, that game. So that's, that's my number one start for at running back. All right. So before I pick my – or let James go, I just want to finish up the, the Saquon thing. Um, so you say – you say you'd start him no matter what. Honestly, I'm – I might even sit him unless I don't have – like anybody we're assuming you don't because like that's you know you spent a first or second on him right and yeah it's just but not he went out pretty do. early so i mean what are the chances some of these up-and-coming running backs but you know what happened this is what you didn't scoop up off the wire already this is what happened when saquon went down you picked up a chain and you thought your season was saved and he's on ir too well you I'll picked up what, rita and it failed <laughs> if, you, yeah. if you guys are in this predicament follow us on twitter ask these questions let us know who you got because i would personally even if saquon's available i don't know if i'd start him because that offensive line is like i said it's all hurt so like how how good is he gonna do when there's no holes to go to run through that's my biggest worry yeah well, give us 
Give us choices. Of, let us know who your running backs on your roster are if you have him and you're in that predicament, and we'll give you the over and under because there are – I could pick 12 guys that better than him. It's just if you're in a nice, solid 12-man league and you picked him in your first round, you likely don't have much else unless you have David Montgomery on your bench or you not in your bench, but he was one of your right-round picks. But Foreman available on the wire. I might take him over Saquon this week. Yeah, I, I, dig, I dig that. Um, or even Chuba Hubbard for, for Carolina. But there, he's, he's a, a better pass catcher than he's given credit for. Let me put this way. I'd probably play Ford for Cleveland before Saquon. Uh, Going against the Niners that's, defense. That's not a bad. That's not a bad pick. But I, I I'm, I'm on the other end of that fence. <laughs> All right, yeah. So if you're in this predicament, <clears throat> send us your questions. Send us your roster. We don't want to beat up a dead horse. So James, who do you got running back wise? Um. So other than like obviously the top, you know, you're starting Eckler, you're starting McCaffrey, you're starting Bijan, all those people. Uh, you know, I I, I like McCaff- I like uh, Montgomery's matchup this week. I think that without Jameer yeah, Gibbs, I mean, even with Jameer Gibbs, he has a whole bunch of fucking volume to him. He's the better running back. I, I like I like Montgomery this week. I like him a lot. Um, yeah, if you got him, start him. Also, watch the splits in Arizona because. DeMarco or whatever his name is was the hot wave wire pick, but um, Ingram is the listed as the starter this week. So I wouldn't start either of them this week, but keep an eye on that to see who actually gets more touches. Yeah, I actually picked up DeMarco off the waiver wire, and when it was announced, he was second. He was a quick drop. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, James, you picked Montgomery, right? Yeah. So he said, yeah, I have him ranked number 13. Just so y'all are tracking, uh, Austin picked Moster. I have him ranked number six, but he has RB1 potential in that Miami offense. Just so y'all know real quick, I have Eckler one, CMC two, Walker three, Bijan four, Pollard five. So outside of that, uh, I don't know. I think Kyron Williams could be a good play this week. Not just because I'm a Rams fan, but it is Arizona. So I have him ranked number 10. He has the potential to do even better than that. So that's who I'm going to roll with. Like it. Yeah, love that. And James Carter's been all of Arizona's offense, so that's another reason why with him out, I don't see them picking don't don't see them even getting close to the Rams that week. Mr. Upset yeah. alert. Hey, but he wasn't the reason that teams were going off or Arizona's going off. Dobbs yes, he was. was. Dobbs, he was. Well, Dobbs was going off because they were able to establish the run. Yeah. So it was the team team effort then. We'll call it that. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wide receivers. Wide receivers. Yep. Uh, I'll just start with at least the top five. I, I don't know if anybody's going to pick top five, but I have Hill ranked number one, Diggs number two, Cup number three, Chase number four, A.J. Brown number five. James, who do you like um, outside of those top five? I am uh, I'm big on Devontae Smith for the Eagles this week. Uh, I was big on him, especially when I thought Sauce Gardner was going to play. Now that he's not going to play, I think A.J. might eat into a little bit of his targets. But I he was complaining last week. And you know Jalen Hurts, he likes to oil the squeaky wheel. So I think Devontae Smith gets a little uptick in targets this week. Uh, I, I like him. He was, you have him ranked down all the way down at 19. I think he has potential to be like top 12, top 15 this week. Oh. Yeah, so I actually – I like DJ Moore this week. I, I actually was not listening on that last one. Because I got distracted, but what James, what James said, I don't know who he picked. But Devontae I'm, Smith. You're okay, good. good. Sorry, but <laughs> uh, just being honest with you, I I do uh, DJ Moore. 
is bet he's he's always he's always underperformed, but I, he's been one of those guys that I don't usually throw the blame at him. It's not like he's out there dropping passes, and he's open mo- a lot of the time. And if if uh, Fields can find him, and if that um, that that game could very well easily be a shootout too, and if that if Fields can find him, he could he can have another at least two touchdowns. But but DJ Moore is my uh, DJ Moore and Devonte Adams, I'd say, are, are my box of the week. And I'd actually do for a fun prop pick. I don't I don't think there's a chance Cooper Cup doesn't score a touchdown against Arizona. For so over over the uh, 0.5 on the prop for his touchdown. I like it. I would have said the same thing last week, though. But um, yeah, we saw how that went. Well, you know, I, I figured he would. Have, I figured he'd get his feet wet. But there's just no way in the red zone. That's he. That's that's the red zone target. There's just, you know, those yeah. those, those little uh, cup routes that they've got for the red zone, like you saw in the Super Bowl. That's some. Um, yeah. That I expect. <clears throat> so everyone's tracking. I have Devonte Smith at 19. I have DJ Moore at eight. Uh, I'm gonna go with my number 17th ranked, or num- sorry, number 18th ranked wide receiver for this week, Adam Thielen. Uh, I think his matchup is gonna force him to to eat a lot of the receptions and get most of the uh, production over there. So yeah, garbage time points for sure. Yeah, I, I have him at 17, but he could end up in the top 10 depending on how well. Young's throwing the ball out there and how much they're trailing. So, all right. Next, we have tight end. Uh, we should all know who roughly the top five are automatically. But uh, who do you guys like tight end this week? Uh, I'm uh, a big on Logan Thomas this week for the Commanders. Uh, he's been getting a lot of targets. Uh, I think the Falcons are really good on the outside, so I think Thomas is going to have a lot of targets up the middle and. Yeah, I think if you were able to grab him, if he's a streaming option, he's a good streaming option this week. Yeah, so outside the top five, because obviously I'm kind of on that Laporta bandwagon, I'm actually going to go Kittle again. I know he scored, uh, what, three touchdowns last week. Cleveland is a pretty decent against tight end, but uh, around this time of year, even I think he had eight touchdowns last year, and they were all between like week six and 12 or something crazy like that. And he just, then Brock Party, he seems to, they seem to be, clicking a lot and they that's been they've been progressively getting better as the season's going on so outside of the top five the obvious ones george kittle is my my surprise tight end of the week surprisingly he's outside of the top five in my opinion but just this week due to matchups so it's funny that you say outside of the top five for, for most rankings i actually have kittle ranked fourth this week um logan Tog- logan thomas i have ranked six in my rankings um just so the viewers are tracking I have Hawk at one, Andrews at two, uh, Laporta at three, Goddard at five. I have Kittle at six. Mine goes Kelsey, Hawk, Andrews, and I have Ingram against Indy this week, then Laporta, then Kittle. Okay. Well, see, uh, these also don't include the Thursday game because I did these afterwards. Otherwise, obviously, Kelsey would have been one. Oh, yeah. But Kelsey's going to be number one always. Always. Yeah. Even if he he played prior, you didn't need us to tell you to start him. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm going to go with Commit. I have him as number seven. He has been killing it this year. He's been he's kind of three. on the DL too. I think he's still available in in a lot of leagues as well. I don't know why, but he has a very good matchup. Um, I have him as number seven. I don't if I, I think if he's available and you don't have a solid tight end, you need to go get him. Like if you're thinking Engram is it or you know Pitts or somebody like that and and commit, 
is available in your league, like what's wrong with you? You're just going for a name at that point, I think. Yeah, Komet is uh, fourth tight end, 84% rostered right now. James, you still there? Yeah. Okay, I think we lost Austin. Uh, that's all right. We're wrapping it up anyways. All we have left is the defense and special teams. Uh, just for the viewer's sake, I have Niners at one, Bills at two, Dolphins three, Eagles four, Ravens five. Outside of that top five, who do you like on the list? Um, honestly. Or if you think there's nobody good there, then. I like the Lions. Uh, I think they've been playing good defense this year. They could, honestly, outside of the top five, if you don't have any of those guys, you're looking for sacks and turnovers. I think Baker has a ability to turn the ball over a lot, and the Lions have been getting a lot of sacks. So if you're looking for just those random points, streamer, I'm okay with the Lions this week. All right. Not bad. I have the Lions at 10. I'm going to roll the dice here. All right. I have this team ranked at number 13, and this is probably higher than a lot of people have. But if you're hurting at defense, I think this is the one week you stream them. Max Crosby is going to go off. Mac Jones is going to turn the ball over a lot, I think. I'm going with the Raiders if I'm in a tough spot. Appreciate you. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. So, I mean, Mac Jones hasn't been hot, and Max Crosby has. So, But, yeah, all right. I, unfortunately, Austin lost his uh, service or something or internet, so he won't be here to say goodbye. But do you have anything else for the viewers before we wrap it up? Nope. Thanks for listening. Appreciate right. y'all. Have a good weekend, everybody. Enjoy tomorrow's football slate. Make sure you hit us up on Twitter at C underscore C underscore unplugged or check out our TikTok, Couch Coaches Unplugged, and send any questions our way for fantasy advice. I will probably be up all night answering them. So take it easy. <laughs> Later.